0: all right industry 45 podcast show scn shane christopher neal my name thanks for hanging in there during these COVID times hope you're doing well hope you're keeping safe just reminder that the industry 45 podcast show is brought to you by trombetta construction materials 1901 barton street east in hamilton highway 20 in fawn hill thanks to joe and his family 25 25 miraculous years trombetta construction materials uh today on the program had Dino McCord on this show last year in 2020. 2020. We are now in 2021. Dino is joining me from Red Voodoo, band that hails from Sacramento, California, and a bunch of young kids. And I'm not even kidding. Young kids, like teenagers. Amazing. And some great songwriting, of course. Uh, Rise Up was the first single that came out. They're influenced by Van Halen, Montrose, And let me guess, with a name like Red Voodoo, probably Sammy Hagar as well. In fact, we're going to get into this, but a little story about how Dino uh, went down to Cabo and actually made it on stage with none other than Sammy Hagar. And great young kids, great music, of course Tesla kind of fits in the mix here at least frank hannon from tesla because he is now looking after this band as far as an engineer a producer and a guy in charge of pointing them in the right direction And lord knows tesla found their way in the right direction over these many decades so coming up next from frank hannon productions it is dino mccord and red voodoo industry 45 podcast show baby
1: Locked and loaded. The Industry 45 Show with host Shane Christopher Neal. Hey, this is Dean
2: McCord from Red Voodoo, and you're listening to the Industry
0: 45 show. There you go. <laughs> uh, of course, the song is <laughs> <I love it. laughs> uh, the song is Red Voodoo. The artist Sammy <laughs> Hagar on the phone right now. And it's not Sammy Hagar, but man, he's played with Sammy Hagar. Kinda of sounds like Sammy Hagar. The hair, maybe, but you know, back in the in the late 80s looks like Sammy Hagar. He's in the band Red Voodoo. Dina McCord, how you doing, my friend? Good. How about yourself, man? Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem, no problem. Uh just doing some creative. <laughs> some, great. some creative broadcasting there for you, you know? <laughs> right. So um, you know, I've watched a bunch of interviews and listened um, you know, recently that you've done. And it's funny because I do these I do these audio because they go on the radio station's website, giantfm.com, and our socials, and and it's all audio. And plus, I hate to say this, but I'm probably the uh-huh. hottest, the hottest, sexiest radio guy in the world, and I don't want people to get jealous. So. <laughs> right, right. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, you got a brand new song out, and you got an album that's ready yeah. to go as well. So let's start with this. Let's go to the beginning just just briefly. You're from Sacramento, California. It's the capital of California, is it not? Yes,
2: yeah, it is the capital of California.
0: Yeah, see, I knew that. I was in Sacramento. They got a very nice uh, town hall or city hall. I remember that. Um, so you're, Yeah, that's pretty cool. You're involved with Frank Hannon Productions. And um, yeah. Yeah. just really tell a quick story, because I think there's something to be said about reaching out to somebody that maybe, you know, you're scared to reach out to and here you got a response. So briefly tell that story about how you reached out to Frank at the beginning.
2: Yeah, of course, man. So, uh, you know, Red Blue was at this point where we were playing covers all around the North Cal scene and, you know, the only way really to make the music is with their original song, you know? So one day I was in class, uh, high school, in class. Um, and I decided to message Frank Cannon over Facebook and uh, you know, he, he responded. And uh, I just, I just couldn't believe it. I was sitting at my desk going, holy crap, Frank Cannon has responded to me and, you know, gave me his uh, cell phone number to call him later that day and talk about it. But uh, yeah, you know, it was scary to do, but you know, I guess you just have to do it if you want to make your goals happen, you know? So, so let me, I'm um, th- very thankful. Let very me, thankful. Get, let me
0: get this straight. The teacher said, Dino uh, 55 divided by 32. And you said, it doesn't matter. Frank Hannon is talking to me right now. I really don't care what that is. (laughs) Uh, no, no, why, Now, why Frank Hannon? Because he does have a connection to your family too.
2: Yes. You know, um, very, very small connection, but a very good connection too. Uh, my dad was playing in bands 30 years ago and, uh, Frank Hannon came in one day and produced them for two days doing some rough demos. My, my father actually still has those demos somewhere and you could hear Frank him background vocals on one of the songs. Oh, that's um, awesome. But, uh, yeah, that was only for two days, but my dad, you know, when I really started into rock music, you know, told me about, you know, the Sacramento legends Tesla and how that, you know, is come to fame as Frank came in and he was just the bass player and produced him for two days. But, you know, I thought, okay, you know, he's the perfect guy to, to really get me somewhere, you know, uh, if that's really what I want to do and, uh, message him out, Red Voodoo. And, uh, we wrote rise up and now we're just the train to just keep going.
0: And we're going to go further down uh, that road with Frank and rise up and all that stuff too. But first real briefly, um, obviously with the, the name of the band and the connection with Sammy Hagar, who you got to play with. I thought that was really cool. Um, oh,
2: what, that was the best day of my life. Man.
0: What what was it that I guess attracted you to Sammy? I mean, number one, I'm a huge Sammy Hagar fan, the best singer of Van Halen yeah. ever. Um, yeah, you know, you know, fifty one fifty, probably the best album I've ever purchased. And so, what was it about him? Was it his style, his vocals? I mean, it couldn't have been the uh, the the outfits he was wearing in 1986, but it must have been something.
2: <laughs> right, man. I'll tell you so. My dad took me to go see my very first rock concert, which was Sammy Hagar in the Circle. And after that day, man, you know, he's a great vocalist and a great stage presence. But you know what it was, man? It was his charisma and his energy and that smile, you know? That really just, it just hit me, you know? Like, his his goal in life and what he does is to make people happy in music, and that's exactly what I want to do, you know? So that's, at the bottom, you know, of it all, that's really what it was that really uh, got me hooked on Sammy Hagar and, and uh that. Well, he wants, yeah, he's my idol, and yeah. I and
0: I agree. And I'm going to tell you a little story um, to show you how non-arrogant he is. Uh, he was playing the casino here in in uh, Niagara Falls, and uh, had a meet, uh-huh. had a meet and greet. And what happened was, you go to this little area. Obviously, he's there, and when you walked up to him, he goes hi, I'm Sammy. And I'm thinking no fucking shit. <laughs> like, I mean, he thinks, <laughs> right. Like he's just such a, a laid back, easy going, no ego, fun guy. And when you, as you know, from seeing him, when you go watch him perform, it's like, he's your best friend. Like, you know, you, it's like your buddies right, exactly. up there having a, right. Like there's no disconnect with an audience. He is completely engaged with them the entire time.
2: Exactly. Uh, I'm going to no, ask, just a- go ahead. That's just, you know, that's the greatest role model that, you know, that Red Voodoo we really looked up to Sammy. And uh, now that i personally say i met him, you know, and uh, that he has Red Voodoo support, that just means the world to us. And we're just super thankful and humbled and just, just mind-blowing, really.
0: So here's a question no one's probably ever asked you. Sammy Hagar yeah. is a star. You're becoming one. What can Sammy Hagar learn oh, from he, you?
2: Oh, man. What well, you can learn from me?
0: Because, <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah. I don't care who you are. You're always learning from people. Above you and below you. So I kind of thought, I wonder what that would be.
2: Probably, you know, from, from family, it's just like that really what he did and really what, you know, he's been doing with his life and legacy. It it really matters and really affects people from like all different age groups, of course. And that, um, you know, probably just that he just has a great legacy and that now that he sees red voodoo do that, you know, kind of pay homage to him.
1: Good answer. Learn
2: that, you know, good answer. What what he did is really important. So yeah, you know, that's, that's, That's all I can think of on the top of my head (laughs) that I can think of, you know, for a man that's done it all. Right. Absolutely. Right. Uh,
0: My final question on this is why did you pick Finish What You Started when you sang with Sammy Hagar? (laughs) It's not a bad song. I just wonder why you picked that one.
2: Two reasons, actually. Um, Number one, it's because, you know, that's just a fun one that my my band does. And I was, you know, I knew it, you know, I, I knew that song. And the second reason is just in my head, you know. I was, I think, mean, the whole entire world was devastated when Eddie Van Halen died, and um, you know it was a few days after he passed away. And I, I figured just in my head, I didn't want to say anything; it was my place. But in my head, I was like, I kind of want to do this one for Eddie with Sam, you know. So that's that's the reason why I did it. Uh, finished what he started, and then uh, yeah, so because it was a Van Halen song, I thought we ate one too.
0: Right, right, great song too. Um, So you came out initially with "Rise Up," and um, so now many months down the road, you still happy with that song? Give me what you're feeling now after being out there for a while.
2: Yeah, you know that that you know it's still a great song. You know it's still relevant to the times. I think you know with with uh, all this COVID shit going on still, and um, you know it's just kind of a song everyone could relate to. You know, not just rising up and sticking together because of the COVID, but just, you know, anything that you're going through.
0: And and still, like, I listen to it. It's on my Apple Play. Um, and every time I oh, hear it, I'm like, cool. wow, thank man, you. it's that's awesome. Really cool. uh,
2: oh, thank uh, you. That's really cool.
0: And it's part of a full album coming out?
2: Yes, yes. We have the whole album, uh, our first debut album, um, ready to go, you know. Ever since Rise Up. Even writing like crazy, you know, there's really nothing else you can do and just perfecting our craft and working with Frank on producing these new songs, and just really getting a good group of songs that really represent who we are and uh, to have a killer debut album. Like, you know, we want it to be like something like the first Van Halen album when they came out or Montrose or even Tesla's first album, you know, something that really makes a mark. And uh, I uh, I really hope we're going to do that, <laughs> for and, sure.
0: And the vocals um, in the song, too, I mean... Wow, like, I don't know, man, like, just a killer, killer tune, and harmonies, and you guys got your shit together, so tell me about making the album, so Frank was producing the album, and did he co-write a lot of songs, or did he kind of let you go and do your thing, and then kind of just, you know, help you out in little bits and pieces of it, or what?
2: It was kind of little bits and pieces, you know, he's a, uh, you know, he's an amazing producer, an amazing mentor, and you know, there's a part, like a little transition in the bridge, that we get that we're stuck on, or something, he'll come in and be like, All right, you know, how about we try this? But no, usually, you know, us as a band, we collaboratively write, and then I gotta play catch up with the lyrics always. And then, um, you know, he comes in and, and he goes, All right, let's look at this song, let's break it down, let's analyze it. And that's the big thing that, uh, Frank has taught us is that, you know, every part of the song really matters when, when you look at it. You know, you listen to every Tesla record, and, uh, There's no part where you're like, huh, why is that there? It all kind of makes sense. And that's something that um, Frank has taught us for sure.
0: That's a great lesson because I think a lot of people look for those maybe you know here's i got a good chorus so this is going to be a great song or it's got a really cool message and people are going to get it but really it's the entire package beginning middle and end and all the way through right because if it's just a a guitar solo it's got to be catchy if it's if it's the chorus it's got to be singable you know like there's so many components to make up a great song and you guys have done that with rise up and with your new song as well but congratulations on that
2: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for putting in your playlist. That's super cool to hear.
0: Um, so, talk about "Bring It Back." So, that's the latest single. Yeah. And uh, t- tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So, uh, "Bring It Back" was actually the very first song uh, we wrote as a band. You know, even before we met Frank and uh, David and I. David Wheeler, guitar player, killer guitar player. Um, him and I were, were uh, talking about, you know, that you know we want to bring rock and roll back to our generation. We think it's just been too long. And uh, it's clearly not in the limelight anymore because it's all about the pop and rap and all the digital stuff going on. So uh that's pretty much the message. That's the mission statement, you know, behind our first album, behind the songs, behind the band, is just bring live rock and roll back, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's that's really what it's all about. And, uh, you know, David came up with this kind of like 70s kind of riff and um, we just kind of worked off of it and there's been, man three configurations of this song, Bring It Back. And uh, the one that Frank worked on with us, of course, was the last, you know, kind of version that we released. And, you know, we're really happy with it. You know, it showcases, you know, like I said, you know, the vocals. It showcases, you know, the guitar, you know, the tapping technique that David uses, you know, because it's here that he did and uh And I think it's just a really good glimpse, you know, because Bring It Back and Rise Up are such different songs. And, and it shows, you know. And uh, you know that's what we were worried about. You know, rise up, like, man. We're going to be taking it like this acoustic band or whole, you know, careers or something <laughs> or whatever. And uh, you know, right, let's get bring it back out. You know, to show them that you know we're more than just ding, 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 ding. So yeah.
0: Oh, nice. For sure. Um, so, was there ever a thought of only putting out singles, though? Besides putting an album together, you know, it's it's kind of hit and miss these days, obviously, right? But uh, you're, I get you're releasing the singles, but. Is it just, or did you always have this thing that no, we're doing a record? Does it matter?
2: No, we've always had this thing where it was—it was a record. This felt right, you know. And uh, for as many songs as we have of singles right now that it was as singles, we might as well just put it out as an album. Right. Uh, so, but yeah, you know, I think I think having a, a record's really important too. You know, just a catalog of all your your greatest stuff for a debut. Um, but you know, we're still filling it out. I think what we're going to do is we're going to release singles up until you know, we could actually go out and support the album live. And that's right. we'll release the album. You know, it's kind of all up in the air right now with everything going on. Sadly.
0: It, so. it really is. And it really sucks because here you have great songs. Um, you're getting a fan base. You're getting momentum. You put an album out and you can't fucking play we're anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: we're all hungry to go, man. We're like, let's do this. Um, yeah. Yeah. But well, it's you, good. You know, you guys uh, did I the,
0: you guys did the good. monsters of rock thing. <laughs> did you not? Right.
2: Yes, yeah, we did. And I was about to say, you know, that was our one uh, glimpse of of a live show that we got, you know. I mean, we were, I was staring at a camera, you know. I thought I was on American Idol or something, you know. (laughs) There was was these red lights, and they're like, look at it. Those are the people. It was crazy, man. That show, it was awesome. The the, the team was cool. You know, I got to play with Britt Lightning from Vixen. That was super cool. Met her for the first time. Very cool person. Got to play with Frank on a Tesla song, and and it was kind of red booze, like, kind Of live ish debut, if you would say, right? Um, and it was just a totally cool, but uh, the trippiest part, man, that whole entire deal was when I'm sitting there and the song ends, <laughs> and there's no clapping, no nothing, it's just silence. So I'm like, shit, what the hell do I say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool.
2: right? Thank you, yeah, yeah. So it was cool, though, it, it was uh really well received, and I'm very thankful to do
0: it. Nice. We're speaking to Dino McCord from Red Voodoo, of course, and we're hanging out here, having a conversation about uh, the band and the new music coming out and what's, I guess, going to happen in 2021, which nobody knows. But uh, let's just say if you can't go out to support the album, are you going to look at maybe doing virtual shows, you know, like charging uh, a fee and kind of starting things that way? I mean, it's better than nothing, maybe, or is it? I don't know.
2: Better than nothing. You know we just, we just want to make sure It's quality to put it out there You know The video kuno and all That stuff But yeah You know man, I hope that's not the case I hope we just go out there And play Yeah me too uh, <laughs> But yeah You know like that, that's, that's probably You know An option that we have For sure is Just you know Do the virtual Live stream
0: And when's the album Going to be out
2: So right now The last time I heard The last time I talked To people About it We were thinking about Spring Summer release You know If everything Is you know you know, everything kind of gets back to somewhat of a normal if uh, you play live shows. That's when we're thinking about the spring or summer release. And uh, I could say right now that the title of the album is Bring It Back. That is the, that is the title is. of the album. It is nice.
0: Album. That's awesome. Uh, final question really for you. Um, yeah. You're, you're young. You've done a lot. You've achieved a lot already. But let me ask you this. Give me two of your biggest mistakes so far as a musician, I guess, um, that you've made and you've learned from, and maybe what you feel your biggest achievement so far is?
2: All right, so I'll give you the mistake, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I'm always one, where I don't wanna go too fast, you know? I, I gotta live in the moment, you know? Cause I'm always like, all right, you know, what's the next thing, what's the next thing? And sometimes, you know, you get too lost in trying to figure out what you wanna do next and use it the next big goal when you gotta sit there and go, man, you know, I wanna think about just about right now what I'm doing, it's great. And, uh, you know, just kinda keep that own perspective for sure. And I've been pretty lucky. There's really been no uh, kind of big, big mistakes just yet, you know, I because I'm so thankful. I mean, we have Frank Hannon as a mentor that's, you know, done it all. So uh, we're just really thankful to have him and kind of tell him, you know, tell us his stories and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I would say my, my biggest accomplishment, of course, you know, if you would have told me two years ago that I'd be playing with Sammy Hagar in, in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on his birthday, <laughs> the 30th anniversary of Cabo Wado, I would think you're smoking something, you know, know, that was the best day of my life. And, uh, it's still, you know, people, you know, all these video guys are telling me, I'm like, man, that really happened? (laughs) You know, it's crazy. Um, but no, that was for sure, you know, probably my biggest accomplishment so far. I'm just super
0: thankful, you know? Well, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. The single, the latest single, bring it back. Red voodoo industry, 45 show.